you uh, are hearing that intro music, of course, is the theme song for Succession. Uh, with the end of the critically acclaimed drama's fourth and final season, dedicated fans of Succession uh, now know the answer to the series' central question, which one of the Rupert Murdoch-esque Roy family siblings will prevail. Now, the whopping 88-minute finale on Sunday evening, uh, which concluded HBO's hit series, which chronicles a billionaire media mogul and his children's, uh, children's struggles to take over the family company, uh, Waystar, Waystar Royco. Uh, it turns out at the end of the day, uh, none of the Roy siblings won. Now, in the episode, Shiv Roy, which is um, the daughter of the Rupert, uh, Rupert Murdoch-esque um, uh, lead actor, took one final turn against her brother, Kendall, blowing up his plans to keep their late father's company and become CEO by voting to let their media empire be acquired by a Swedish tech giant. Uh, one writer said Succession was such a successful successful show uh, because what it says about class, what it says about money, family, and trauma. None of these people were very good people, but at the same time, you're rooting for them. And in many cases, people have said this is what prestige TV is all about, spending money on TV shows that look more like movies. Think Game of Thrones, um, think Sopranos. Uh, but is prestige TV on its way out? Joining me now to talk about uh, the season finale of Succession and the issue of prestige TV is Rick Forchuk. He's a TV Week magazine columnist and a CKNW contributor. Rick, thank you for joining us. My pleasure to be here, Jazz. So what did you think of the finale? Well, uh, you know, I... I it's hard to think about. I'll tell you why. I know a lot of people have not yet seen it, so I don't want to introduce any spoilers. And yet it's hard to talk about a five-year-long show such as Succession uh, that is uh, deemed by many reviewers, critics, and uh, people in the business to be the best television show ever without talking about it in a little bit more, with a little more specificity. Uh, so what did I think of it? Um, I'll tell you what. And again, by saying this, it creates an expectation, perhaps, for those who haven't yet seen it. But it reminded me in some respects, especially in the fading moments, of the way The Sopranos ended. Hmm. And for me, that wasn't entirely satisfactory uh, with The Sopranos. And we had to wait for a while to hear from the producers of The Sopranos what they really meant. And I think Succession is kind of the same. So if, if you did see it, then you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen it yet, I don't think I'm spoiling anything for you. Uh, but uh, for sure, this is the story, for those who might not be familiar, Jazz, uh, with a family, a media mogul family, which many people believe is uh, based on the Murdoch family. Rupert Murdoch, Fox News, his, uh, his children, uh, those hangers-on, the various people that want to inherit both his wealth and his power. And for the years of the show, the years that it's run, it really has been spectacular. Anyone that's worked in a business, uh, a media business especially, where family is a major component, recognizes that um, things happen that aren't normally mainstream. So what Succession has been, among other things, is a really well-defined soap opera uh, of the kind that we had from such series as Dallas and Dynasty back in the 70s and 80s, when they were just the top end of television in terms of developing character and keeping people guessing as to what will happen. So I felt that way a lot about Succession, that uh, for its entire run, it was just an outstanding demonstration of how to build character, how to keep us off balance, and how to really demonstrate 
how wicked and evil families can be to one another, Jazz. Yeah, I think that's a, a good point you make at the end there. These people, at its core, when it comes to values and someone's ass soul, they're not likable people. And I think part of the success, in some ways, is that it was a, almost like a magnifying glass on class and what it says about money and family and, to a certain degree, even abuse as well. But these people uh, are not likable uh, in the obvious way. Uh, but at the same time, you're still rooting for them, even though may, they may be a tad despicable and, and hungry for power and money. Yeah, that's exactly right. And we're seeing the same thing uh, on a similar series, not similar in terms of its theme, but similar in terms of its quality with Yellowstone, with Kevin Costner. And we have characters there who are, as you say, despicable and not nice people. And yet we find ourselves saying, yeah, you go for it. You go for it. You got it right. So it does tell us, I think, that in the real world, not the television world, in the real world, if this is a reflection as to what goes on, uh, there are a lot of not nice people who do very, very well and some nice people who don't do so well and some folks who root for the right one and some root for the wrong one. But overall, if you're a person that has not yet watch Succession. It will be streaming on HBO. Uh, that's via Crave TV. It'll be streaming for probably years. So you have an opportunity to get with the program now and stick with it for the five seasons and see uh, what real good television can be, Jazz. Uh, some have said that in many ways its ending is to a certain degree, perhaps not the ending of prestige TV, but probably the beginning of a new era where networks, especially streaming giants, are pulling back a little bit. While the competition is still there, um, there seems to be more of a focus on penny-pinching, and these shows are not uh, cheap to make in regards to actors, in regards to writers, and just the quality of filming, all of that. They're not cheap to make. What do you make of this sort of, not the end of prestige TV, but a different type of TV coming out after Succession? No, I think your point is absolutely right. It's very, very valid. And in the words of... Um, New York Times movie reviewer said that uh, things, we were at a peak maybe last year in streaming. We hit a peak, but the peak has peaked. And what changed things with Netflix announcing last year that uh, it had for the first time lost subscribers. That got the attention of the stock markets. It got the attention of Wall Street. It got the attention of a lot of folks who said, you know what? We may not be able to continue to throw this kind of money at television-type programs, streaming series. We're going to pull back. So that's exactly to your point, Jazz. I think that um, uh, the, the, the era of being able to pay this kind of money, which is movie star money. I mean, these uh, succession episodes were 3 4 and $5 million per episode. And not very many years ago, that was a feature film. Uh, so the ability to just throw money at something, I think, will disappear because the business of the business is starting to take hold. And we will no longer see, I think, the great proliferation of shows because uh, in any given week for the last few years, it didn't matter whether you were talking about Amazon Prime or um, Paramount Plus or Netflix, uh, HBO, you had your choice of four, five, six, seven brand new TV series from which to choose. I think we're going to get down to maybe one or two, if that, because the economics aren't there and the economics are no longer working. Uh, part of it was COVID. Uh, part of it is now the writer's strike. But I think in the main, uh, the whole thing is the business of the business. And uh, when you have the stock market looking at uh, Netflix and all of its cohorts and saying, 
we think maybe your time has passed and we're going to pull in our horns a little bit. Uh, that kind of challenge financially makes all the difference in the business, Chaz. That it does. Well, it was a great series, and uh, it takes a little while to get into it, but once you're into it, uh, you certainly uh, enjoyed every uh, single episode. Rick, thank you so much for your time. My pleasure, Jazz. Thank you.